Thank you, MEC um, Program Director, MEC Nkonyeni. Um, I do wish to acknowledge um, our Acting Minister in the Presidency, Minister Alendiwe Zulu, my MEC of the uh, Department of Agriculture. Um, MEC Zuma, Councillor Nolubabalo Zondi, Professor Sugnal, and Mrs. Suglal. I also wish to acknowledge um, our representatives um, from the Diplomatic Corps in Lungulu, Kazulu, Ekona, Kanyanati, Labanam Shanji. I'm told to go to and Director General, uh, Advocate Malulega, and um, all other Director Generals of Akona. Gukona uh, delegations from BRICS countries, but also have a delegation from Mozambique. We also wish to acknowledge you, uh, all our representatives from African countries who have joined us. It really gives us a great pleasure um, to be welcoming you all this morning, proudly standing on the shoulders of 20,000 women who marched to the Union Building on the 9th of August to protest against the extension of the past laws. Um, indeed, we are really proud as KZN that we are part of this BRICS uh, family and that we would have wanted all of you as women in KZN in particular, our officials included, to know more about BRICS, but to also appreciate the new markets that BRICS are bringing um, to our province in particular. We also witnessed um, another brave generation of women leaders commanded by the Secretary General of the Fourth United Nations uh, World Conference of Women in Beijing, where Madam um, Gertrude Mongela, together with the likes of Dr. Nkosazane Ramene Zuma, Abu Minister Geraldine uh, Moleketi, and many others who firmly reasserted the rights of women in the global stage, particularly in the global south. Today, uh, we are marking 28 years of that CEDAR um, declaration in Beijing. And I think it's important to see where are we in terms of all these opportunities that get um, to be open for us. On this day of the 1st of August, we commemorate the spirit of Victoria Mkwenge, an anti-apartheid activist, community leader, and a human rights lawyer who was assassinated on this day by the apartheid government. 
Indeed, our freedom was not free, and it was never free. The march to emancipation of empowerment of women is not going to be easy, but we'll carry on fighting. I'm also um, reminded that in August um, last year, um, many leaders, CEO leaders of KwaZulu-Natal, led by the team from the Great Impact, Abosis Tome and many others, who stood up and said, as women CEOs of KwaZulu-Natal, we want to pledge our support to you as the first MEC women. And they embarked on a number of projects um, to empower other women, but also in the name of uh, the Premier of KwaZulu-Natal to say, what impact can we make as women to other women? And I do wish to acknowledge that, Sister Tobe, and all other team members, and say thank you, um, because it was still very dark. I still did not know um, what to do, where to start, but you really gave me a platform to say, I'm not alone. There's many other women out there and even in this room, there's been many women and men who've been supportive of the work that we are doing. And we wish to thank you on the first day of August to say the struggle continues. Um, we're nowhere near the finish line, but we cannot also be despaired and um, look back. We need to soldier on. And to launch the 2023 uh, Women's Month in KwaZulu-Natal, for us is a major boost, not only to women of our province, of our country, not even of Africa, but highlights the potential of all women in the global south. Women that makes 50% and more to the total population of BRICS nations, which is well over 3.4 billion uh, people and further 1.3 billion in Africa. We are indeed a force to be reckoned with. But how can we make our, our presence felt as women? And thank you, Anil. Um, you've spoken at length about the opportunities that are brought, are brought by BRICS countries. We've got Brazil, a huge market in the, in the global south. We've got Russia. We've got India, we've got um, China and uh, South Africa. And all these are countries that have come together and many others as uh, Professor Suklal has indicated that there's many others who now want to join uh, BRICS. And I was reminding uh, Minister Zulu, Ambassador Uguti, remember we were still ambassadors when we were talking IPSA. Um, it was before it was uh, BRICS. And here we are today talking about BRICS, and I think we can see how much more um, it's going to grow with all those other economies that are coming in. But we need to then say, what does that say to us as people of KwaZulu-Natal? Those markets that we're talking about, but not only of KwaZulu-Natal and African continent, because we need to be talking numbers. When we are to manufacture socks, we need to be talking numbers. When we are to manufacture beads, 
we need to be talking numbers, not just what is in the table. There's billions of people that we are talking about. And um, we have also started to advance in getting even to Amazon um, and, and including, um, which is the other one, uh, 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 Ambassador, the, the other one, um, the Chinese one, not the, um, not the Amazon. Alibaba, yes, the Alibaba. We are also um, on the line to get into Alibaba. But our enrollment into all these forums is not going to be a success if there are no products that we need to showcase and sell in those platforms. Um, that is why uh, we started a project um, in KwaZulu-Natal of trying to register everybody who's doing anything, construction, um, to making whatever, uh, whether you went to Tansi, whether you went to Ini, no Mayini, no Mayini, no Mayini. We want... We can't. We can't intend. We can't. Hey, we can't. Okay. Amazon. Because there are countries, um, there are countries in this, um, you know, globe. Who wants these products um, in Africa? And um, that is why I'm, I'm highlighting Akulgazi isn't or that are unique um, to us. Because other products uh, might be available in other countries. But there are products that are not available in other countries, but you can only get them here in Africa. And those are some of the things that we want to showcase there. But when you showcase those things, um, you're not talking about hundreds of them. You're talking about billions of that that we need to supply um, to these industries. That's why I'm underscoring the point of collaboration, the point of networking. Oguti, we can't do it alone. Um, that's why Isisha Situzoi Tolaranja, Ushele Konin, Ngeguito Luiwo, Uye, Uwedwa. When we are doing, um, we planting onions, onions, or onions. We need billions of those onions, um, and not just uh, you know amasa ganje I few, because we're talking numbers, and if we are to take that. Um, to China or to India or wherever, they want to have numbers. I, I heard um, on the radio um, the transportation of um, a ship that is happening, um, that those 50,000 ships that get transported every month. And I remember uh, we're talking to um, our um, partners in the Asian countries who want um, Izmbuzi and they want like 100,000 per month 
and we have not even started even to think ogutsi those are the markets that are waiting for us those are the markets that we should be exploring seated yet to say how do we produce products that we are going to give to this market so that is why we are here today to say to all of you there are opportunities that are available for us to take i had a pleasure this morning before i came here to meet with the um one of the representatives um senior managers of the international chamber of chinese international cooperation um they've got more than 300,000 companies that um they have in their database in china and these are big companies 20 of them are uh, 50 of them are going to be coming to guazulu natal on our bricks um africa women and these are companies that are serious companies that are needing to make trade yes we are going to be signing some deals um on our conference uh in in on the 20th on our bricks women but we are having follow ups um that we want to do in october where those companies that are going to be here we want to follow up and sign more deals by october to those who are going to be able to collaborate and contact and network with those companies uh women, women companies that are going to be attending our conference um we've got another further i think 50 or more that will be coming from the african continent um as well as um uh, africa um so that's just the 50 that is coming from uh from from china we've got another 20 coming from uh russia another 50 or so coming from india from brazil and these are serious women owned uh companies big companies that are going to be attending our bricks women um conference that we're going to be staging here um in guazulu natal so um we've also had pleasure of um hosting the bricks youth as the ambassador suklale said ambassador suklale is as ambassador um at large ambassador at large is a south african ambassador of bricks he's responsible for all the bricks countries and you can imagine um the work that has been um trying to help us as guazulu natal to penetrate those markets but also to understand the importance of the bricks um uh, you know markets when we hosted the bricks youth um ambassador said um they came up with a declaration there that is going to be going to the heads of states we also hosted the uh minister of sports um uh, in case that in uh, they've also work on their own um declarations that are going to um the heads of states we hosting from i think from today we also hosting and um, bricks health ministers um they starting today with bricks senior um uh, senior managers and then from tomorrow it's going to be bricks ministers um it's also being held here in KwaZulu Natal um we've hosted uh from the 27th we've hosted bricks urbanization forum uh which was uh dealing with uh, issues of um climate change 
uh, build environment, uh, BRICS countries were all there, uh, including uh, local governments uh, from various countries. And these are all the initiatives that um, we've tried really to bring um, to KZN so that we also have a share of what is happening there at BRICS. And these declarations are going to be written, Durban Declaration uh, on Youth, uh, Durban uh, Declaration on Women, Durban Declaration on Health, and Durban Declaration on Urbanization. Uh, but more than that, we've also spoken about some of the um, deals and agreements that are going to be signed by the D uh, BRICS um, heads of states. As they are coming here, they're going to be signing um, some declarations, but also um, agreements. And uh, we've said to all of you and those that are not here that are even listening on the social platform, as those um, you know, um, deals uh, or agreements are being signed, we want to be first on the door after, before even the ink dries on those papers to say you've signed uh, you know, an agreement on trading on, uh, on, on, on meat. Uh, I've heard of the one, especially the one of avocados that is going to be signed. Um, and, and really, Neville, you would have let us down, and all of you, if we can't uh, be ready for the, that, that one, because we have a lot of avocados, even on the roads here in Kaiseran, every you know, road, every street, every house have got avocados. And, and we can't fail to supply, you know, billion avocados to China. I think it's China that needs avocados, as well as citrus and, and all those things that are going to be signed. But where are we? Are we ready? Or are we going to be the third party down the line when somebody is going to be um, saying they can supply, but they come to us um, to supply? and we come down the value chain as a third party, and all the monies would have gone to the first person who's saying um, they can supply and, and export um, those products. So it's very important that as we are gathered here, this is not just for us to come and dance and talk, but I would like to see some tangible um, programs and projects that will come out of these discussions, um, as well as the ones that will come out from the Women, um, Women Breaks Africa that we're going to be holding on the 20th. So please, um, uh, we, 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 we are going to be talking about issues of gender-based violence uh, on this month, um, as we see that um, we're still fighting the scourge uh, and an embarrassment um, to us in this day and age to still talking about gender-based violence, that women are abused um, physically, mentally, psychologically, financially, women are still being abused. And um, these are some of the things that we need to talk about. Mental health of our women. Um, this month would like to put those issues on the table for us as women to discuss how healthy are we mentally because we know um, that sometimes we take it for granted that with all the stresses and pressures that we face at home um, as mothers um, in the workplace as leaders in the society as leaders 
um, and we take it um, that it is okay um, for us to just sit without having to retool somewhere that load. So it's going to be important that um, we start those dialogues. We look at the hot spots. Um, and, and one thing that I always say, and Mr. Nkonye Nuguti, women in the corporate, Agakulga's women leaders, they get embarrassed to go to they are being abused, whether it's financially or psychologically. That's why I'm talking about it. It's something that we can talk about it for Mrs. Zuma Bengeko. Um, so that you see, say, beg a sort of Oguzi, your name, Agilent, to lay it to your good to Sashugumezeka, Singabantu Besfazani, psychologically, physically. Yes, we might not have the physical scars, but we, 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 we carry mental scars, we carry psychological scars, and we need to be able to talk about those things and say, How do we heal ourselves so that we can heal? our children because we are a reflection of our children but I know that the first person that is why on this month on this women's month we're grateful minister that um, the national government decided to come and launch um, the, the, the Women's Month here in KwaZulu-Natal. We are honored um, that um, the Women's Month launch, um, that um, we're going to be playing a critical role, a leading role in the country towards the build-up of Africa Chair, a chairship of the BRIC Summit to be held later this month. So today's um, launch reminds us that our province and our country survival on our networks, especially our trading partners in the rest of the world. We welcome um, the topic of BRICS, the BRICS roundtable that we're going to have, the discussion on energy that we're going to have. I know that um, our topic is going to be focused on energy, but the other issues that we put on the table are issues of infrastructure building, issues of technology, uh, issues of um, partnership uh, with innovation um, because we have a lot of uh, women that um, innovate but they hardly you know secure those um, as, 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 as their private rights uh, we, we hardly register you know the patents uh, for our innovation and those are some of the topics I um, would like to put on the table for us to discuss as women um, to say how do we patent our products so that we can make money instead of others making money with our sweats. Um, so I'm particularly pleased uh, that we are going to be talking about the role of women in resolving the current energy crisis and challenges through infrastructure development. And when we talk infrastructure, we don't only talk build um, environment, we talk the whole of infrastructure. Um, be they uh, you know, roads, uh, be they uh, bridges, um, be they uh, port uh, development. Um, I've had uh, one of our colleagues uh, who's, who's part of our great impact, Ugutsi, they're not able to meet their uh, quotas of women participating in, in Transnet. But where are we um, to take those opportunities that are available there? 
Um, I've, I've, I've said a lot and I've said a mouthful, uh, but I'm, I'm grateful to all of you who've been able to make time uh, to come to this dialogue. And I'm really also grateful and honored that uh, we've had um, a tremendous support uh, from all of you, um, particularly myself um, as a guinea pig. Uh, I'm, I'm a guinea pig. First woman after t 30 years, eh? 30 years. Yeah, 30 years of democracy. Yeah, it took 30 years in KwaZulu-Natal before they can have a woman. I mean, really? 30 years. Yeah. And I think um, when, when it comes to the next term, I would not want us to lose the sport. Because I know that in the last 30 years, when we were not in this position, our voices were not heard as much. We were not there in the golf when they play golf. They play golf. <laughs> and after golf, they talk serious stuff. They don't just play golf. They talk serious stuff. Where are we, Tina? Senzan. So it's important um, to our women of Africa that we assert ourselves. Um, we've made it um, so far. We are women who are commanding massive um, companies here in this room and commanding massive uh, leadership roles in various platforms. And I really want us at some stage to also acknowledge um, the work that is done by you. Uh, Sister Bear, I, 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 I single out you because you're in front of me, but I know that the great impact team uh, might be here. Uh, those CEOs that are my, my, my wings uh, beneath my shoulders. Um, um, but we need to create uh, more uh, of, of our women um, to say there is a lot that we can do when we when we partner, when we connect, when we network. Um, at this point, uh, please allow me to um, introduce um, a leader, uh, a leader who is a, a, a member of the National Executive Committee of the African National Congress, as well as the chairperson of the African National Congress Committee on International Relations. Um, she was educated in Swaziland, a point where she joined the African National Congress, the ANC, after the 1976 student uprising. She was in exile, lived in Morogoro in Tanzania, where she was offered a scholarship to study journalism as well as in Russia. She obtained a master's degree in journalism after her studies in Moscow. She joined the Liberation Army, Umkonto Sizwe. Once her military training was complete, she joined the Pan-African Women's Organization of Power in Angola, where she was appointed as a coordinator in the Communications Committee. She has held several um, communications positions. She was appointed a head of communication in the ANC Department of the Religious Affairs. 
She also heads and served as head of communication in Uganda, um, in our head office in Uganda. In 1991, she returned to South Africa and became head of communications of the Women's League, after which she was um, appointed as a spokesperson. I've said that not only is she one of our brightest minds, she, she, she was an ambassador. Um, and she served um, her term with diligence. I think we were ambassadors at the same time. And uh, we, were, we were grateful that we were young ambassadors and we, yeah, we also broke a record there, um, Minister. Um, let me tell you women um, how difficult it is to be a woman. Ambassador Sukla, when I, when, I, when I assumed my office in the Czech Republic, I got a baby and I was told that there is no, um, what you call it, maternity leave because they've never had a woman ambassador who's had to give baby, showing that it's always been man. And we had to say, well, we need to establish a policy of maternity because he has the baby. And we had a policy that said, you can't be out of your country of um, resident with, I mean, more than 30 days or more than 15 days or so. So meaning that my baby had to take a passport when she, had, she was two weeks. Um, we had to take a passport of her because she had to go. We had to go back to the country of residence because otherwise we're not allowed in terms of the South African international relations laws um, to be out of the resident country for more than 15 days. And, and it reminded me of the time when um, Parliament um, started in 1994 when there were no female toilets in Cape Town. There were no female toilets. Yeah, there were no female toilets um, because there's never been females who were members of parliament. So I'm just trying to highlight how much we have to go through as women, but also how much we still need to go through in terms of changing the policies and changing the mindsets of our colleagues, but also breaking those new grounds in terms of what it is that as women we don't have AMA facilities of, 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 um, of our children's care in the workplace. And um, Minister Zulu is the, is the Minister of uh, Social Development. And one of her tasks is to also ensure that our rights as women, our vulnerable groups are taken care of. Ladies and gentlemen, please, um, Welcome with a round big of applause our minister Lindy Wezulu as she comes on stage.